hello, hello. My name is Rula Jessica, and I am here to remind you that you don't need to look for love because you already are love. If you don't know what I'm talking about, keep listening to Lessons from Love Addiction. So this episode is about to be the realest, rawest episode that I've done so far. So I want to talk about the mother wound and I want to talk about how this wounding has affected me and how I've tried to heal it as a love addict through my relationships and how it all really started with the very first relationship that all of us ever have. That one that we have with our mothers. So my biological mother abandoned me when I was just a little baby, less than one years old. So I was in the U.S. foster system for a few years, for about two and a half years before my parents adopted me. And my adoptive parents, which I call my parents, were the most loving, genuine, amazing people that I've ever encountered in this life. After my mom passed away in 2016, I really had to take a look at this abandonment that I felt that was essentially happening again. And it's only until quite recently that I learned that our hippocampus, which is basically this part of our brain that consciously remembers specific things, events, experiences, it doesn't fully develop until the age of three. But even though we're not consciously remembering experiences that happen to us before our hippocampus developed, our nervous system has recorded all of them. So after my mom died, it was really hard for me to feel like I was being abandoned again. And then that feeling would then rear its ugly head once again when I lost my dad in 2019. So I really needed to go back and feel that screaming baby that was abandoned feel that baby's pain inside of me my own pain that i can't consciously remember but that i know is stored inside me and i was so scared i was so scared i was so scared to run my fingers over that wound i thought it would destroy me but instead it helped me realize how many self-limiting beliefs I had held on to and also how my anger at my biological mother had affected every single relationship that I have ever had with any woman in my life. And I've never been in a romantic or sexual or situationship with a woman, but my closest friends in the world 
are all women. I've had female acquaintances, female colleagues, female employers. And once I started unraveling that anger, I realized that I had internalized a lot of that hate that I felt towards her. And it was so painful to deal with sometimes that I projected it on to other women in my life. And that prevented me from having authentic connections with them, authentic relationships based on true, unconditional love. And as a love addict, and especially as a teenager, and like early adulthood, this manifested as like jealousy, competition, feeling like I'm literally in some unspoken competition with every single woman around me. And that's not a fun feeling. And it's something that we can actually unlearn. And unless I wanted to unleash my own mother's pain that was transferred to me onto my daughter someday, I don't have a daughter yet, but maybe I will one day. And that's why I made a decision to not only look at that wound, that mother wound, but to heal it and transform it into something beautiful. So this episode is a love letter to all of the women out there, to all of the beautiful divine goddesses in my life, my best friends, and to all mothers and daughters. Let's get into it. So my biological mother was an addict, and that's part of the reason why she abandoned me because she just could not get it together. And I've forgiven her for that. And I've forgiven myself for holding on to this anger so long against her. And then my mom mom was a love addict. So I got the best of both. And I say that ironically, I got the best of both of their ways for coping with their pain. (laughs) And by best, I mean absolute worst because... Knowing that really helped me make sense of why I struggled with addiction for as long as I did, like with substances, alcohol, food, and also for my love addiction. So bless my mother's heart wherever she is in the afterlife because without her love addiction, mine may not have existed and neither would this podcast. But to truly understand what the mother wound is means to recognize how women historically, culturally, mothers and daughters have been shaped by a society that oppresses women, a patriarchal society creates a cultural trauma. And this is carried by our mothers. And if you were fortunate enough to have a mother that dealt with her own mother wound, with her own pain, with her own cultural trauma in a healthy way, then honestly, congratulations, because you are in a very, very, very small minority. Because for most of us, not only is this mother wound passed down to us, but also the coping mechanisms that we saw our mothers deal with their pain are passed on to us. And we're talking like really heavy coping mechanisms like 
violence or substance abuse or neglect or other coping mechanisms such as passive aggressiveness, the silent treatment, narcissism, the list goes on and on. But you see where I'm going with this. So usually it's us daughters that end up dealing with the really heavy part of the burden of our mother's pain, but it can also be carried by sons, which is a whole different topic, but let's focus on the daughters, right? Because that's the perspective that I can personally relate to. So when this wound isn't healed, you see these negative thoughts and parenting styles and choices almost unconsciously passed along from generation to generation creating new cycles of pain each time so combine that with living in the society that we live in which also profits off our insecurities as women and kind of conditions us to put ourselves last, ignore our own needs to please others, constantly strive for this perfect image, the perfect spouse, the perfect mom, the perfect woman. That is a heavy burden to carry. So just keep that in mind. And if you had a particularly painful relationship with your mom just try to remember that this is what she's carrying this is what she's been carrying this is generational just you know take it easy on her she's doing the best she can and she did the best she could when you were little you know she did the best that she could with the level of consciousness and awareness about herself and her own pain that she had at the time But once we're aware of this wounding, we can take the steps necessary to break this cycle of trauma. And this hunger for approval from our mothers, from society, is actually one of the core reasons for us love addicts seeking that approval from our partners and also manifesting in you know our codependency our people pleasing our emotional caretaking our failing to set super strong boundaries our fear of failure and one of one of my most painful feelings ever that feeling of not being good enough of just not being good enough that I believe that most women probably love addict or not experience on some level so obviously you know they're different mother daughter dynamics but when I looked at my own dynamic with my mother and for example, like the relationship that she had with her body and how insecure she was about it and how she transferred those insecurities onto me, which resulted in, you know, disordered eating, in orthorexia, body dysmorphia, anxiety, depression, that no admiration, no attraction, no love from any man could ever help heal 
So for me, healing this wound was really taking a look at many of the things that I had learned from her, trying to really go back and understand what her experience as a child may have been that may have caused her feelings of unworthiness that she passed on to me unconsciously. And healing this wound for me also meant accepting that no woman is perfect. I cannot be the perfect woman and perfection is fake. It literally does not exist. The concept of perfection does not exist in the physical world. We are in a constant state of decay, rebirth, and transformation. And it's like I realized how my mother neglecting her wounds during her lifetime while she was physically present, you know, she wasn't abusive or neglectful. She was the best mom in the world, honestly, in that sense. But because she hadn't learned to attune to her own emotional needs and validate herself, she couldn't really do that for me either. So because our relationship with our mother is the foundation of all relationships that we will ever form after because it's the very first one, it's so crazy to me how there is so much focus on daddy issues in girls when mother issues are a lot deeper and entrenched and actually more like hidden from the collective consciousness yet they affect our relationships with each other on such a deep level and that's why this wounding needs to be addressed and healed within us individually and then eventually in the collective. So for me, really exploring the mother wounding of my inner child and just really feeling and allowing, allowing myself to grieve for my inner little child that felt abandoned, ignored, unwanted, unloved, and not valued. And it's a daily, daily battle to keep reminding myself that I am worthy, that I am inherently valuable simply by existing. So healing from this wounding for me was really about forgiveness. That was a huge part of it. Forgiving my biological mother, forgiving my mother, and forgiving myself for guilting and shaming my own inner child using her voice that she had passed on to me that was a remnant of her inner child's pain. And having the courage to really look at that wound and begin the healing process has helped my mental health more than any book that I've ever read any retreat that I've ever been to and has increased my self-esteem and finally helped me let go of 
this feeling that I need to compete with other women in order to prove something to the world, to prove that I am the best, that I am the most beautiful, that I am special. Like I could finally celebrate myself and by extension, the women around me, I could genuinely feel happiness at their achievements without a trace of envy. I could look in the mirror with no makeup on, without having spent an hour figuring out what the fuck I'm going to wear, just throwing on whatever and thinking that I am beautiful. I could learn to give and receive love because I felt worthy of holding it. I did not have this fear anymore that I was going to be abandoned by my lover. I no longer felt comfortable tearing apart other women for their looks or for their intellect or for anything because this is a sisterhood we are all collectively handling and trying to unravel and process this cultural trauma that has been thrust upon us. And I realized that in order to truly uplift the women around me and love them and see their beauty as a unique expression of them that has nothing to do with me and does not diminish my own beauty and my own uniqueness in any way, I needed to acknowledge my own unworthiness and I needed to look inside myself and see where I was giving my power away to the men in my life to dictate whether or not I was good enough yet, whether or not I was worthy of love. So if you're listening to this and you're starting to feel angry, if you're starting to feel hopeless because you never really connected this to your experience in relationships, to your love addiction, or just to your relationship with the women in your life, just remember that it's not that your mother didn't care about you. It's just that she couldn't give you what she didn't have. And I've seen this wounding manifest in so many different ways and so many different women that I've spoken to in my recovery journey from love addiction. So to the girl that had, you know, the cuddly, affectionate mom, but she was a little bit scatterbrained. So now you're dealing with all this anxiety and confusion about yourself and about life and about your path. I love you. You got this. You're healing. Or maybe your mom was amazing and inspiring and motivational, but you had a really abusive dad and she didn't protect you from that. I'm sorry, that wasn't your fault. But you can break the cycle. You don't have to be like her. You don't have to deal with abuse. You don't have to seek out relationships and people that reinforce this feeling of worthlessness, this chaos. You can take the walls down from around your heart and let love in to the girl that had a mother that was completely disconnected from her own needs so you don't even know what your needs are let alone how to express them and begin meeting them feel 
the grief because the only way to heal is to feel to feel everything and move through it because what do we say about emotions they're just energy in motion we don't have to attach to them we can feel them and let them pass two the inner little girl of the woman who grew up with a narcissistic mother that made her feel like shit and that no matter what she did she was never good enough you don't need her approval anymore you don't need her love in order to love yourself and once that dark cloud has rained all over us that dark cloud of these dark emotions that we keep running from once that cloud has rained all over us guess what happens that ground that inner foundation of our heart is finally ready to let fresh beautiful flowers bloom and to all the emotionally neglected or abandoned or adopted inner little girls out there i feel you i know that pain very well and if you fully allow yourself to feel it i promise that inner sense of loneliness even when you're in a crowded room even when you have all of the love and the tension and the validation that you could crave in any particular moment that insecurity and jealousy in your relationships that you're going to be abandoned or replaced by someone better than you that inner despair that you'll never be the perfect woman because only then would you be worthy of love right Nah, you are worthy of love right now as you are. You are perfect. You are a beautiful mess. It's fucking glorious. So stop entertaining any thoughts or people that tell you that you are anything other than a masterpiece. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Lessons from Love Addiction. Love donations are always accepted. And if you enjoy the show, please don't forget to rate and review wherever you listen to this podcast.